This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Hi, Richard. Oh my gosh, it's so great to see you. How are you doing? I am doing great. I mean, I'm in the woods. As you can see from my background here, I'm in Muir Woods. I just thought I'd set up my, the camera out there. Which you can't hear the birds, though. They're kind of quiet today. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. I went into these woods, and I thought it was weird. I had this, like, almost, because I used to live in San Francisco, and I had this kind of feeling of the trees were saying, you're back. He's back. I love trees. Yes. Yeah, we do, too. We love we love everybody and everything, and oh my gosh, I'm sure people on the flip side want to talk to us, and I won't belabor the point. Luana, our friend, who for I those... have to tell you, yes, I have to tell you, please, that I I I I know better than to stop people that come in because it always ends up something later on or whatever it is. So when we were discussing earlier that I might not be able to make the podcast, um, Lisa Marie kept popping in and she did it just again. And so I know better than to judge it because I, I am not thinking of her. No, I'm sorry if you think that way, but I. Well, yes. And I mean, look, that's, uh, you know, it makes sense. It's a logical thing because we've talked to her dad quite a bit, but for the people tuning in for the last time or the first time, Jennifer and I, uh, we have a moderator on the flip side, Luana Andrews, who sort of has the guest list of the people who are going to show up and talk to us. And sometimes they're not ready to if they've just crossed over, but sometimes right. they want to. So it, is that the case, Lou? Does Lisa Marie want to chat with us? Yes, she does. All right. Very good. Um why am I the nervous one? This is weird. <laughs> well, like anything, you know, she she uh, she is an icon. She is somebody that I mean, the past twenty years, she's been a musician and had gold record and all that stuff, and very right talented. Said that Michael Jackson showed up, Elvis showed up, and her son showed up. Like all four of them were sitting there. All right, very but good. Lisa, so, if I might so, ask you, Lisa, are, can you talk to us, uh, answer some questions? Or whatever you want to talk about. If you want to just jump in both feet first, what would you like? I usually ask people who greeted you when you crossed over. Well, she says you already know. The whole reason why she's at this class is because of her dad, her son. Her dad greeted her first and tried to calm her down. And what was that like, if you don't mind me asking? Wasn't ready to go. She said that she... Said that she Give me a second. Let me just make sure I'm getting this right. Please. She just showed me really, like the way that they both passed was very different, but it still had. Sorry. <laughs> I don't still... know what that was. Yeah. I, that was from the flip side. I have no idea what that was. So it was. Um... <sighs> then it left. Hold on. I had a safe landing, a rejoiceful, a loving, kind transition. 
And she said she was greeted by her family. And was that something you expected would happen or was that a surprise? I didn't expect to die. I didn't want to die. She goes, I went through so much pain after my dad and after especially my son. No offense to my dad. There was lots of reminders about my dad. And she goes, and there was even more reminders with my son not being here. And I finally, you know, got to the point where I was staying through my grief over my son. And then this happened. <laughs> and so for those, I don't think people know really what happened. What what did happen? If you don't mind talking about it, you can or what what sort of happened? Did your heart just give out or something else? I felt like she showed me like she was detoxing, it felt like, but not from necessarily drugs, but from a drug, it feels like, um, which caused her heart rate to go up. And okay. for it to, um, hold on. So like a medical. I thought uh, she had it like almost like a mini stroke. Um, she, I feel like she had a mini stroke and then that's when she knew everything was going wrong. And then she had a heart attack. And, uh, I think I saw in the news reports that your first husband who's been living with you, uh, Danny was there and he tried to revive you, but, and he was able to bring a pulse back, but were you just weren't able to come back to the planet or? She said at that point, I couldn't get back in my body. So what was that like when you saw your dad? And I, you know, I look, not everybody has a famous dad like you had a famous dad, but we all, if we see our dad on the flip side, it's pretty exciting and thrilling. But if you could just talk about what that experience was like for you. It was mixed. It was sad because I knew where I was, but I also rejoiced at the same time. It's like laughing and crying at the same time. It's funny because Bill Paxton said the same thing to us. He said, I was great. It was great to see my dad, but then I realized if I'm seeing my dad, I must not be on the planet. She said it was, she said it was, um, I got to see all the reasons why I was with my dad all at once. Like Beautiful. all the all at once. And the same, and all the things that my dad, that my son was there to show me. And what kind of things did he show you? Was it like your uh, like a previous life together, or so he first showed me patience, and then he showed me that not everybody is cut out to live out their full life. Live out their full life. Not everybody is cut out to live out their full life. Yes, we've heard that in the research before. Um, people you know, have. I don't know. Like, I'm being shown like especially when there's mental illness involved so i don't i know that he committed suicide i don't know how and i know you don't commit oh. when you're happy <laughs> yeah i but you know i don't mean to laugh but yes uh you know we've heard it from before because we've talked to a number of people who left the planet early left the stage early and they've talked about mental illness or or stress but go ahead oh that's funny so she was saying i asked her I'm like why did you show up so quickly 
And then she showed me how Kobe did. Like he was checking in, like checking to see what it was like or whatever. And eventually I, you know, read his wife and daughter, but she just wanted to see if I'd pick up on it and what I would do. I'm like, so were you testing me? And she goes, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and, then I brought, and, then she goes, and in case you weren't going to talk to me, she goes, I brought back up. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, and for those, you know, I'm sorry for the process that we've been doing in the past is sometimes people show up and they're not ready to talk to us and they sort of hang and watch and see. She says she has lots of help. So who She's brought like, you? Who's, and so who suggested this, that you, that this might be a venue for you to chat if one person or did everybody? Luana. Luana. <laughs> And you did in your sleep, she says. Okay. I have to allow that that's a possibility. I have quite a few odd uh, dreams. You're just laughing because she's like, you're exhausting. You think you talk now a lot. She goes, you should just see yourself and how fast you are with all your thoughts in your dream. She's like, and she showed me words just going by her, like trying to catch them. That's so funny. Wow. Um, no, this is a collaboration. It was a collaboration. And you teach over there like at nighttime within the class, just like we're teaching over here, which is so interesting. That is so interesting to hear. So now what was it like for you to see other members of your family or someone like Michael, who you were for close friends with, so close that you married wow. him? She said deep love and understanding. She goes, it's like one, oh, this is beautiful. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. She just showed me a pebble in a pond, like the ripple effect. Right, literally the ripple effect when you throw pebbles. So give me a second. Michael's lifetimes are extra or like extra extraordinary. And that's double extra. I like that. It's a great word. Um not just as as if, you, if it was to be compared to his him being a musician this lifetime all his lifetimes had some incredible impact or significance that helped the greater good even yep. though even though it hurt a few but helped sure them. and we've talked about this with michael i know that uh, a filmmaker's about to embark very talented uh filmmaker uh, is about to embark on telling your story michael um I'll think of his name in a second. He's a famous film director. He says, whenever there's a lot of money involved, or the lack thereof, he's laughing about the end, he goes, there's a lot of, um, hold on, there's a lot of jadedness. And will uh, this director be able to avoid that? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Anton Fuqua. Uh, he's a talented guy. I just, listen, you know, we hope that people use this, utilize people like Jennifer to talk directly to the subject that you're going to be making a film about because it helps. Now, it, let me just ask you this goofy question, Lisa Marie. When you're, when I'm, I'm assuming that at some point your dad is like saying, come with me and we're going to go hang out in this weird class and talk to people on the planet. What was your impression of that? She's like, well, what else is there going to, she goes, what else is there to do when you have all the time in the universe? 
Uh, of course, you have. Go ahead. Time. She goes. I could be already in the future coming back to this. I see. Oh, that's funny. Like, well, I, and we'd be we'd be uh, remiss if we didn't talk about your kids uh, and your family that's on the planet that are missing you. Your your mom, of course, and your other children. My mom and her anguish. But she goes. I've been talking to my mom. She goes, and we is all, she? We all talk to my mom. Is she aware of it? Yeah, she's very aware. Oh, that's great. So she's aware of that. She has, I saw that when she talked about this, she mentioned the fact that Benjamin and Elvis and you were all together in a way. So she must be aware that on some. As I felt them so much because it was, and I think I read this where uh, it was Elvis's birthday. Uh -huh. And so she celebrated them even after everybody left. Like she went to the gravesite to both their graves because they're they're next to each other and she said that she i already felt them as much as i do now next to me this is lisa marie i see wow yes i know they're and they're going to have her there they're going to have a ceremony there with the with the two of them at uh, graceland you're gonna haunt my mother <laughs> well she seems like a very funny smart witty person i mean everything i've seen or read about her she just seems like a really uh, special person she means well <laughs> maybe she will come around come what is, hold on say it again now she'll probably come more out of her shell it feels like because she doesn't have to protect that some more that's interesting is. that's interesting but, yeah um, she has a lot to do and say, and she does it anyway, but she has the biggest heart and she's been through a very difficult life, she says. And what would you like to say to people who are tuning into this podcast and, and complete doubt that we're talking to you? What is it that you want to impart Ooh. to people? She just goes, well, I doubted it too until you said... <laughs> Until you got my message when I popped in. I'm like, and I told her, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to do it. She popped. I know I'm not thinking of her. She popped in. I have not thought about her since her passing. I think it was mentioned once or whatever because of the news, but it's not. She goes, I didn't believe, you know, I didn't believe someone can quickly do that either. And I must say, there's a, been a couple of people who emailed me and were like, oh, I hope you, you know, talk to her. And I always say, look, I'm not, I'm not in charge of the guest list. You know, people on the other side have to decide whether this is the right time. And so we're honored, really, to have you come by so quickly. And go ahead. Excuse me, I just have the full chills. Hold on. So he just says, I want you to know how grateful I am that you are doing this. Not only, not only are you helping us on the other side, but you're helping people really connect to who they love and their grief. Grief is not something to mess around with. It's painful. You, she, she just showing me not being able to get out of bed. 
And she goes, we grieve over people that are even alive that are maybe, you know, through breakups or whatever. She says, grief is in everything, who you were, who you are now. And this podcast helps people understand there's more to life in the most expansive way. And so what would you recommend people do uh, just in terms of, because we've asked this question before. Um, We've asked your dad the question before, but that idea of how can we help people with their grief? What's a way for people to sort of, I mean, take out a photograph and talk to their loved ones or think of- You in my mind's eye. Now you say, connect with your heart, connect that grief because you, You can interchange it with deep love. Well, <clears throat> the best advice we've got, and I think Jennifer, it came from your dad. That way, yeah. Yeah, and so when they point to me, I know they're really pointing to your dad, which is, I quote him often, which is the idea that when you can move grief to nostalgia, you begin the healing process. He said that. And the idea being that grief is really just traumatic, sad memories nostalgia is like a weird mix because it has both happy memories and sad ones so in a way what was it like to see your son when you crossed over the laughing and crying all over again she goes first i punched him and the hand went through (laughs) punching him because i was so and then within seconds i felt downloads of downloads and she's showing me like crystal rainwater like coming through her body of all the love he loved her so much and that's why part of it it had nothing to do with her she's saying but okay show me again she's just like freaking out she's like this is so cool i'm showing you a vision and then you're saying it (laughs) because i'm asking her i'm like (laughs) yeah no it is cool please It was the most intense reunion and understanding again of lifetimes of being not just this time but all the times we've been together and that expand like she showed me like an accordion like that like each lifetime being a little divot you Mm -hmm. know and she's saying that um it is incomprehensible How much love we hold inside our being. Wow, that's really beautiful. And I love the accordion idea. I've never heard that before. And that's what a musical reference. I love it. And so who are you surprised to see, if anybody? Have you been surprised? She's seeing horses. I don't know. Horses. Okay, well, that would make sense. So uh, I don't know if you owned horse. Go ahead. My favorite one when she was young. Um, also her Nana, um, she also had several people that have passed away through suicide or drug overdose, drug overdoses, just all the love of like, that we made it like, you know, oh my gosh, 
she's showing me like a way to like understand like you know how you think that when you become a famous artist thank you you become a famous artist and you made it by getting up there you know like you're this little kid that's a no name and then you become Bruno Mars or something like that like you get on your your you know your you have people all over the world she just showed me like Coldplay too or she goes her dad she goes when you get over there and I want to make sure I'm getting this right home it's the same arena. Like you made it. You made it. Look at what you've done to get here. Wow. It was, she goes, think of it in reverse. She goes, you really made it when, when you know your love, whether you're here or over there. And she goes, we just have a lot more advantage answers and she's laughing because she doesn't even know how to put it into words and either do like she's just showing me of understanding that versus here did you say a lot more advantages of understanding advances that? advances so they get to see all their life the accordion they get to see the all the players that they loved even if they were only in their life at this lifetime for one minute but changed everything about them wow so the idea of you seeing all of that allows you to give it a different kind of reflection plus that idea that you know you've victoriously come into your own i mean it's a beautiful way to put it go ahead back to the surprises ron hubbard oh okay all right so not ask me a you couldn't ask me who was That's fine. That's fine. Now, uh, let me ask you, Lisa. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I got to ask Luana this question because we did invite him to come and speak to us once. And Luana said, that's not going to happen because there's now it's not that he's disruptive. It's that people on the planet would be disruptive over the fact that he's there confirming or not confirming. Correct. She's, saying that she's confirming his essence is over there. So she's confirming that he still exists and exists over there, and you've seen him. And was that a happy reunion or a not happy reunion? I don't feel like it was from what I'm getting. It was not a happy reunion. Okay. Uh, listen, I don't want to go down this path other than you know why. And and, and We'll so, talk about it some other time. Yeah, and we're here to talk about Lisa Marie, but I think that's okay. fascinating to hear. Wait, 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 wait. So the, I just was shown a bunch of things all at once. So my dad just came through and he goes, it'd be like me meeting Joseph Smith. Cause I'd be like, what did you do? You know, <laughs> it'd be like that. So it's not a bad thing, but yet at first it was or whatever. Whatever that's, I see. Yeah. Especially if you're somebody of a particular and you've been identified and then you meet that person and you see that they've had lifetimes, they've had journeys as well. And so you have to reevaluate everything you kind of believed prior to running into them on the flip side, correct? Something like that. All right, very good. You know, and we've had a number of people stop by that, you know, people, it's mind bending for them to even consider and think about. But in this case, uh, Lisa, what would Lisa Marie, do you prefer Lisa or Lisa Marie? She said LW, which is funny. She said, what? Hold on a second. <laughs> okay, LP, that 
That was funny because I showed me the whatever you Lisa Marie doesn't matter LM LMP um all right how about your dad let's have your dad step in for a second if you don't mind because he's talked to us you know often before let's say always generous what was it like for you to see her step in? all right now I have no idea hold on a second he took up another hobby he's playing baseball okay. play baseball that's all right it's allowed but can he stop the game for one second to talk to us? And funny, he, he's just being funny. Hold on. <laughs> like I'm busy playing baseball. Don't interrupt me. He's just saying he's so happy that we're doing this, and then and that it worked. That I paid attention to Lisa Marie when she came through. Um, what was it like for you when she came through? He said sad because he knew it wasn't because of her mind. Her body gave out. She didn't get a choice. Was that a family thing, a genetic thing with the family? Because quite a few people in your family, apparently. There's a lot of things, he said. <laughs> a lot of things. Now, okay, now what, do you, what position are you playing? Or are you just kidding, the baseball game? He plays fast stop, whatever that is. Fast, fast stop. stop or short stop or short fast stop. Right. short stop. Okay. Uh, pretty cool. And I, so I what, fast stop over there because I know that he would show that's because it's much faster. But because Jennifer and I have talked to people about this, I can ask you this question. Is this a mental construct of you playing with yes. other players? And how many players are on your team that you're playing with he on your squad? Me, he just showed me Babe Ruth. Goes, so okay, so Babe's playing. He goes, but they're really tired of playing because <laughs> they keep asking Babe to play. So right. are there nine people on your squad versus nine people on another squad, or just whoever shows up? That's so weird. So you showed me him being the real player, and then all of the other players are like three D. You know, they look like they're in three D. So. You take their best moments of playing baseball, you put them out on the field, he's showing me, and he goes, and you try to beat them. Wow. So you're playing against a memory of somebody else, but you're constructing it completely in, in 300. You tapped your nose, meaning correct, uh, 360 degrees, so that when you hit a home run, you may have seen that, but you were also reliving it, experiencing it, doing the trajectory of how to hit the ball. Wow, that's fascinating. Is that something you might do in a future lifetime? It's so crazy. Like he It's almost like he could become Babe Ruth at the moment in time that he wants to to see what that felt like. Kind of like what you said, just like Babe Ruth could become Elvis, like and he showed me like, you know, singing to hundreds of thousands of people. Wow. That experience is like he just says it's just interchangeable. He goes, you have to mission though too, but they could show you. Like you could, he goes, oh, that's so cool. You're like remote viewing, like I'm doing right now. They yeah. can each other. They kind of, you know, you can have that. So, so let, let me ask you: It would it be like you're tapping into Babe himself, his memories of the, his life, 
or his, his yes, his Akashic records. Or is it, I was yeah. going to say, or his Akashic library. But like, you take out volume seven, and then you zoop, you're in there, and now you're pointing into the outfield where that home run's going to hit, and you can smell it, taste it, feel it, watch the pitch coming, feel the bat, bonk. Okay, uh, why did he pat you on the back? They're just saying I had to go. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do have to go. All right. Well, that was not short, but very sweet. And Lisa Marie, thank you for bugging Jennifer. We love your hat, by the way, uh, Jennifer. Your hat is very cool. You look fabulous. I asked them, like, are you still going to be able to give me information about my hat on? And they just started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> why in the world would you ever ask that question? That's only if you put like tin foil up there. Um, and look, we have to thank everybody that came by today to stop in. Luana, we thank you for helping us out with this whole journey. And of course, Lisa Marie and your son, thank you so much. And, and your dad and Michael, who is, uh, you all are all welcome to join us at any time. And we want to pick up the conversation in the future so we can answer questions, ask questions, sorry. And we can get answers from We're people. Laughing. This is probably enough right now. <laughs> All right, very good. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay. Oh. Don't feel bad for me. Make a life for yourself. Live your life for yourself. Love yourself. And love everyone that's family that's around you and people you don't know. And then Robin Williams, love, love. Okay. All right. Wow. Thank you. Love you, Jennifer. We'll talk to you soon. See you next week. Bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.